This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is meeting the parents is hard. It is hard, especially with all the holidays coming up. Yeah, Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, what your sex say about you, and a new retainer that makes blowjobs easier. This is important stuff, guys. We're also diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She's the creator of your favorite Instagram and Twitter accounts, Big Kid Problems, where she makes over 175,000 followers laugh with memes, memes, I still don't know how to say it, about being a millennial. Please welcome Sarah Merrill. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We've known it's, Sarah It's a meme, by the way. A meme. I was going to ask. Yeah. All right. It's, I can meme. Good. You're you, such an, you old lady. Do you say GIF or GIF? Because I know we've looked, we've watched uh, video, YouTube videos and, and I still mess it up. But we found out that it was like inconclusive, right? If yeah. I actually, I say I say gif, but I feel yeah. I don't feel great about it. Right. I'm, I'm always unsure. <laughs> totally sure. She yeah. makes funny memes, guys. Memes. It's memes. Um, Sarah, we talk a lot about girls and dating guys that refuse to grow up, but your entire brand is built around I guess girls that won't grow up, right? Mostly. Or guys yeah. and girls. Everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you think a lot of girls are slow to grow up and is that such a bad thing? I think it goes both ways. I think, um, you know, especially, especially like the millennial mindset, it's just, it's everything. It's, it's transitioning to adulthood. Like adulting is hard, you know, and people are in a rush to do it. I totally get it. Yeah. I struggle. (laughs) What, what do you struggle with Angela? I feel like bill paying is hard. I mean, you're bill wearing paying insurance is so hard. stuff. You are dressed like a 12 year old today. I'm wearing overalls. I look like a, <laughs> a punky Brewster. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I'm like, Angela, <laughs> why do you have trouble growing up as you're in like overalls? Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday you're I was wearing a romper like a toddler. Uh, yeah. I mean, health insurance stuff is hard. Yeah. That, that open mm-hmm. enrollment, like things what? like that. Like what? What is that? I what? Know. I know. 401k? Huh? I've had a 401k (laughs) for a very long time. I still don't exactly know how it works. I know that I'm not supposed to take out the money. You're very good with money, though. Am I? Thanks. Yeah, that's a, an adulting skill that is strong for It's you. all about Mint.com. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I use Mint.com to organize <laughs> my stuff. But they, they, sh- they if should. Listening. If they're listening, they really should sponsor our show. But Mint.com, uh, it, you can just like look at all your finances. It's great. Um, I think I need that in my life. Yeah, it's, it's very helpful. It's very helpful. Uh, what made you start Big Kid Problems? So I actually started it when I was in college, which is so hard to believe because that was, it feels like a really long time ago. Um, but I started it uh, in the basement of my sorority house when I was filling out, um, you know, job applications and trying to get a job and just looking around and being like, wait, I don't know the first thing about <laughs> like doing any of this, like filling, filling out, you know, like all my forms and like making a resume and like doing all of this stuff and like talking to my friends too down there. And we were just all so lost and like, having to move out and find an apartment and do all of these things that just like seemed like so hard to do. Um, so I started a, a Twitter account. It was just basically an anonymous Twitter account on my campus. And then it started getting popular on my campus. Um, 
And then from there, I really, it was just a Twitter account for a long time. And it was just kind of my funny little secret that I had. Kind of like Facebook. It starts at one college campus. And then yeah. Before you know it, it's worldwide. Yeah, you're like Mark Zuckerberg. <gasps> totally not. Um, <laughs> but, and then I started the Instagram maybe like two summers ago. And then that really just kind of started taking off. And then, the, you know, the big people like the fat Jewish and the mm-hmm. betches of the world, um, I kind of got lucky and they just reposted a couple of my memes. I hope they were crediting you because yeah. as comedians, we all know the that Jewish just steals fucking credit jokes. Important. Was he giving you credit? Um, he gave me credit once, and I grew like two thousand followers wow. in a day. Ooh. It was nuts. Um, but no, that does happen too. There's all it happens all the time where I don't get credited, and it's like the bane of my existence. No, it's messed up. Yeah, fat Jewish. Well, we're not gonna. That, that's like we're an not old. Go there. We're yeah. not gonna go there because that's an old. I can story. go there all day. <laughs> can you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm Don't steal jokes, people. Not cool. <laughs> um, I want to read a couple of my favorite little oh, posts of yours. All right. Here's a couple that I see. I just opened it up. Damn boy, are you my GPA? Because I know I could do better, but I'm honestly just too lazy to try. That's fun. That's a fun I like one. That. Angel really liked one from yeah, the election. Where's, where's the election one? Oh, God. I think this is probably going up like the election's done at this point. <laughs> that was the but one good thing that came out of the it. election is there was just so much material. I know. I know. Somebody messaged me like, you're going to have so much material out of this. And I was like, yeah, when I stopped crying. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're recording this shortly after the election. <laughs> just for any of you listening. Um, Okay, here's one that you wrote recently. If Trump wins, I'm leaving the country. If Hillary wins, I'm leaving the country. This isn't a political post. I just really want to travel. That was great. That was great. We like that one. It's true. It's funny. (laughs) Do you have a favorite post of yours? Oh, God. Um, There's a bunch. There's a bunch. I actually just reposted. There was like a TBT today um, to one of my my first ones that actually got popular. was you know you're single as fuck when your remotes have their own side of the bed. I saw that one. <laughs> and like, I love that. That was three years ago, and I woke up this morning, and my remotes were still next to me in my bed. Was like, that a picture that you actually took of That the is bed? my bed. I like that. It's so funny, because I've actually seen that reposted on so many places. And people, I actually saw this one time. Somebody had reposted it and put their like handle on it. And I was like, that's oh, my no. bed, dude. You can't dude, do that. Dude, those are my sheets. You can't put your yeah. handle on my bed. Don't put your handle on my bed. I know. And I didn't even make my bed before taking that photo. It was just kind of, you know, it's kind of like a janky photo. But, <laughs> no, it works, though, for the vibe. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Um, Thanks, speaking guys. of being single, though, since this is a dating podcast, mm. what's, what's your love life like nowadays? Sir? Oh, boy. Have you grown up? <laughs> not, that, oh, not that not being right. single means you're grown up. It doesn't mean really anything. You could be 12 and have a boyfriend. and That's true. A lot of 12-year-olds do. And I, they yeah. usually they throw out their lunch, your lunch for you. That's at least what happened when oh, I was 12. <laughs> that was like how you knew. It's a very what mature 12-year-old nice yeah. relationship. That's but anyways. Uh, more mature than some of mine. Are you single, Sarah Merrill? <laughs> um, no. I've been in a relationship for a while. I know, despite a lot of my single posts. But um, I mean, I the struggle was real for a long time. I still have material for years to come off some of the, my dating struggles. Welcome to our lives. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> my next question. Do you ever feel something happening and you're like, this is a tweet? Oh, all the time. <laughs> Literally, like, 80% of my day. Oh, well, not that. I always just hope no. that Nick doesn't think I'm, like, ever using him for material. I know. I think- oh, yeah. Oh, that's another funny thing is I, I post a lot about being single. My boyfriend will be, like, next to me and be like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> checking out dudes on Tinder. And, like, my boyfriend's right there. He's like, all right. Has he ever gotten like, mad about a post you made? 
Um, well, I, I like to use Instagram as like a passive aggressive way to say like, when I'm like pissed about something. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely been like a few posts that were totally directed right towards him and, and he knew it immediately. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> um, let me think of a recent one. There was a recent one. I think I, I have to pull it up. Um, it was something about like you're like you have to be it was actually like a motivational one i turned it into a motivational oh, thing. oh that's good that's always good but it was like causing good yeah but it was like don't count on anyone like you need to be your own your own the lo- own love of your life i think that's what it was and he was like <laughs> oh i really <laughs> <laughs> oh, have, has, have there been any that you've posted that you could think of were directed at ian um, there definitely have been, but I don't think that he checks our social media. What the? That's a Ian, good thing. Maybe I'm going to have to make a really meta post about when your boyfriend doesn't check your social media. And that is a thing. Yeah. That, that is a thing. That is a thing. Like, he didn't like my picture today of the water fountain. Right? <laughs> Whatever it is. It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> no, I've, I've heard girls, like friends, and I've done it too, where you're like, he's just not thinking about me. Because if he was thinking about me, he'd want to know what I was up to and he'd be looking at my Instagram. I mean, we live together, so... He thinks about me, but I'm still like, I like all of your shit and you like none of mine. <laughs> That's true. Does he ever post photos of you on his Instagram? He does. He's pretty good about it. Unprompted. Okay. okay. I don't tell him to. He mm. does it. Curious. I know. <laughs> so Sarah, a lot of your, I mean, a lot of your comedy is all about not growing up. It's big kid problems, guys. I want to know what's the difference between girls that have quote unquote like yeah. Peter Pan syndrome and guys that have Peter Pan syndrome and is one more acceptable than the other? I think they're both I'd like to think they're both acceptable at this stage I guess it, de- it depends on how old or like what stage of life you're in mm-hmm. I'm getting close I'm getting like up there in the upper 20s and it's like starting to become a little less and less by the way acceptable. Sarah's like the youngest one in our friends group so her saying <laughs> Wait, that she's like she's like I'm basically like an old grandma it's like <gasps> bitches you know that's like when your friend that's 20 pounds skinnier than you is like I'm so fat like, what do you think of me then no no but you know what i mean like it's just like things start to like socially like it's just like even like my mom like i talk about like not getting married anytime soon and like not really like feeling that that and she's like well your ovaries are you know (laughs) (laughs) your ovaries they think differently it's definitely a generational thing though because like i'm sure all of our parents were uh like married with kids by our age and i don't know i think 30 is the new 20 well we had dr karen on like a few episodes ago and she found the love of her life when she was in her (sighs) mid-40s and she i love that episode yeah oh thank you i loved it it was so it was like very inspiring right (laughs) yeah Yeah. no karen knows her stuff Dr. Karen's a genius. We love Dr. Karen. But yeah, I love hearing stories like that. Because I'm like, wouldn't you rather find the love of, your, love of your life at 40 than be having to deal with a divorce at that same age? Right. Like, no. So just use your 30s to grow up. Yeah. Just, Fine. yeah, Take wait for the right person. There's never a rush. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, guys, should we jump into what's in the news? Yeah. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? I have a great story for you guys. It's from Cosmo. Uh, Wait, yeah. Where is it from? Cosmo. Thank you very much. <laughs> we always play that whenever we say the word Cosmo. Sometimes Ooh. I forget, but no, that was good. That was good. That was good. All right. Uh, so it's by Gina May, and it is about a dentist turned artist who invented a new retainer to make blowjobs more pleasurable. What? Which I love is- that they're thinking of 
they're really thinking of what you're going to do with your mouth when yeah. they're making retainers now. You think of like nerdy high school kids with like a lot of mouth gear. I think of that uh, Katy Perry video. Yes, exactly. And if she had this retainer, she would have been a very popular lady. That was like a mouth guard, though. The Katy yeah. Perry music video. Well, yeah, what was her name? Cat, Kat, her alter ego. Kat. Well, Katy Perry, I think, is her cat. Kitty, uh, Kitty, Kitty Purry. Purry. Kitty yeah. Purry. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> so sorry. Listen, I could have a whole episode about Kitty Purry, but... <laughs> um, Tell me more about this. So this mouth. he's a Taiwanese dentist turned artist named Kuang Yi Koo, and he was studying for six years to be a dentist, and he got frustrated because retainers only focus on three functions, which are aesthetics, pronunciation, and mastication, and he said, what about sex? Um, he is. Can't you just take it out though? Isn't the whole point of retainers is that they're removable? But I think he was. See, he's like an innovator. He was like, why can't this enhance your set? You already (laughs) have to have it in your mouth. It's straightening your teeth. Why can't it serve another function? I guess why is because a lot of people that when you typically have a retainer, I mean, you can have retainers that like all different metal in your mouth. It just doesn't seem. Yeah. I mean, if you could just take it out, why not just take it out? You know, like the clear plastic retainers. Yes, like, the ones with they glitter. They look like an. I never had a glitter one. You had the glitter one, which I think is crazy because they're already weird enough looking. I'm like, so. oh, I thought they only offered them in glitter. They offer them just clear. Weird. I didn't even look at those options. Um, so I think it was like one of those, like the kind of soft plastic ones that you like wear to bed. It's a bed. Hey, uh, hey. So he said uh, he did it by creating a soft custom retainer, retainer made of thermoplastic, then adding rubber nubs to the top so that it has a dimpled feel for maximum pleasure. Wow. Would you guys get one of those? I mean, I had a retainer when I was like 13. I actually have a permanent retainer. So oh, I have that on my there. bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I have the bottom one. My But my boyfriend Ian wears a plastic one to bed every night. Ooh. Um, so if he was interested in yeah i don't think it works for female or yeah this seems like a one-way street yeah Yeah. it's not fair where's the female you know we are it seems like a more difficult design but i think that uh dr koo should work on it we have uh, one of our sponsors is smile club which maybe maybe uh they could hire him but i think that would change their advertising a lot it might be a little more adult adult (laughs) because i think of typically retainers is like that's something i had when i was 13 i don't i don't think you want to be advertising to 13 year olds about blowjobs no but this is yeah if your teeth have shifted this could be right an additional plus to getting a a, an adult retainer if you're looking to get your money's worth from your retainer (laughs) i recommend this (laughs) so uh yeah it's on display it's kind of like also a piece of art he considers himself an artist so it's like going to be on display um at the science gallery london and the um, exhibition is called Mouthy Into the Orifice. Wouldn't you be kind of embarrassed, though, if you started dating someone and you had this retainer and they're like, oh, like, hey, don't you want to take that out? And you were like, like, do I? Do I, though? This is like, no, <laughs> this is going to feel really good. For you. It's got these nubs on the top for it'll feel that's, good. You I wouldn't want to like explain it, right? That can't, yeah. That's not like a first date conversation. You got to you got to ease into the retainer, the oral sex retainer conversation. <laughs> Yeah, like, at what point would you tell a guy? And even, like, like Sarah, like, if you were going to get a retainer, your teeth are amazing, but if you were going to get a retainer now, (laughs) would you even want to tell your boyfriend I'm getting one with nubs for blowjobs? Probably not. (laughs) Right? No. But he would be so happy. 
I mean, there, there's the added bonus too, though. It's probably embarrassing to wear a retainer in front of your boyfriend. So, like, right. you know, it's, there's something in it for him. That's yeah. true. And it is funny like, for me, when I He'll see... He'll get turned on by something he would usually get repulsed <laughs> yeah. by. Plus, like, when somebody is wearing their retainer to bed, you're like, all right, it's not a sexy night. It's like, we're, <laughs> like it's, it's not strictly happening. bedtime. Now Wait, be, you, this your yeah. boyfriend wears Flip it every single night? Well, like... Do you know that, like, slop not, when they, like, take it Oh, out? yeah. Oh, I know it well. But, like, on the night <laughs> oh, when he wears it, I'm like, oh, okay, good night. Like, <laughs> and then womp, I get womp. it. And now, and now you'd be like, good night. Yeah, exactly. hey. Good night. All right. You want to know what I've been reading about? Yes. I've been reading The Science of Us in New York Magazine, my favorite. Uh, by, this is an article by Drake Bear. The timing of sex says a ton about your relationship. Oh. Now, guys, according... So... When you send a sex, it kind of could mean two opposite things about where you're at mentally. Now, according to a paper in the Journal of Sex Research, sexting indicates conflicting things about the way you date. It could mean either that you're super comfortable with your partner and you're open to exploring your sexuality. That's great. Or it could be that you're using sexuality to win affection and you're insecure. Like so many things, it comes down to the intention of your sex. So here's what they did with this study. They had 459 unmarried heterosexual undergraduates aged 18 to 25. They had them fill out an online questionnaire about dating and sexting. And they had to basically say like how often they sent like nude pictures, suggestive texts, or straight up propositions via a cell phone. And then they wrote also about what they felt and why they were sending these. And the researchers found that sexting was following two different emotional patterns. Are you guys following this? I know that's a lot yes. to explain. Okay. Yes. Either, you, number one, you don't fear getting too close and you were sexting because you're strong, you're secure in your relationship, or you're sexting because there was a worry that your partner doesn't like you and you kind of were trying to like get their attention. So it could kind of mean two opposite things. I find that really interesting. It's like the same action yeah. can mean either you're like, hey, I want to like open up and explore our sexuality together, or it can mean like, hey, do you still like me? That one makes me sad. That makes me <laughs> sad, right? That's a really sad reason. <laughs> So what do you guys think? Do you do you guys sex? When when are you when have you sexted people when you're ever in that insecure phase? Well, I'm not a big sexter. No. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I can't do it. I can't take myself seriously. Exactly. I'm like I'm gonna touch your wiener later. <laughs> like yeah. I can't. I it's not sexy. Problem. It's just not sexy. Well, as Angela knows, I talk a big sex game and then like when it comes down to it, I like freak out. I told this story. This was on the episode right after we were at South by Southwest, I think. Right? I don't. I feel like we've. I know we've talked about it. I don't. This was on. If you guys want to listen to it, it's the episode (laughs) right after the South by Southwest live episode. Anyways, I basically like sent Nick a sex and I was like, hey, like, what do you want to do to me? Or like, I want you like something (laughs) like that. And then he wrote back something like really explicit. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> i like didn't know how to respond and then, and then i just yeah. sent a picture of our dog <laughs> terrible i just like freaked terrible. out i was like uh here's a picture of our dog and i like <laughs> so I, like, I i would always get mad at him like why don't you sex me so then finally he was like ready to play ball and then i like freaked out and sent him a picture of our dog because when he like finally was getting like i like didn't know how to be sexy wow <sighs> That's like so kind of like you, Sarah. You I was like, uh, like your wiener. Yeah, I like didn't know what to say back. I felt stupid. <laughs> I talk a big game, but I do and like I can't receiving. I like receiving the text. 
or the sex. I just don't want to have to deliver back. Yeah. So just like send me a novel and I'll read it. I've definitely <laughs> never, I've never sexted when I've been insecure in a relationship. If I'm insecure no. in a relationship, I'll be like, do you like me? Right. That's like, <laughs> I'm going like the opposite route. I'm yeah. not getting sexy for sure. Yeah. I'm like, hey, where are you? Yeah. Because I, I guess I've been, I'm not sure that they're committed to me. The last thing I would do is show a sex because I don't want that shit screenshotted and ended right. up sent to like all plus, of his friends plus you're like making yourself really vulnerable so and if you're yeah. it, it's bad enough when you send like a hey to somebody and you're not sure if you're gonna get an answer Ooh. so to be like yeah. i want to lick your balls right and then be left hanging <laughs> yeah that would suck with your tongue in the air yeah well, oh. i think you should definitely try that in your next sex and see how it goes <laughs> just say like i want to lick your balls yeah. that part yeah. <laughs> all right just out of nowhere a out surprise of nowhere. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Surprise Should sex. I? I'll do it right now. Do it right now. Let's see what we All right, get. I'll tell you. Hope maybe real, real time bollocking. Nick will. Let's see if he gets back to me by the time this podcast <laughs> is over. All right, hold on. I no context. Want. <laughs> oh my god! I've never texted anything like this. He's gonna think I'm. Use want, the um. What's that emoji? I want you to lick your the balls. Tongue, the tongue. Here, oh, the tongue is good. I was gonna go with the eggplant. But wait, wait, the tongue that's is better. Good. I would send a tongue with like yeah. Send like the baseball and the basketball. <laughs> baseball really i say emoji uh, the um the eggplant emoji with the egg very phallic then he'll get i want to lick your balls and the non-ball part and the shaft (laughs) i was that big balls and your and then just put the eggplant eggplant (laughs) i think this. i want to lick your balls eggplant He's going to think that I meant to text another man. Or he's going to be like, who kidnapped you? I think so. All right. I'll let you know about that. In the meantime, (laughs) hopefully before the end of the show. How exciting. I think we have. I think we've wrapped up our news section. (laughs) I think think it's time for us to jump into our mailbox. But first, Angela, before we do that, let's thank our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Movement Watches. That's M-V-M-T. They spell it cool because who needs vowels, right? That's right. It's cool. Not MVMT. Now, I don't know if this happens to you, Angela, but sometimes I'm getting ready and I try on like 50 outfits. Okay, maybe not 50, like like 12. And nothing looks good on me. I just don't feel put together. And I've learned a lesson recently that accessories make all the difference. Right. It's like a bow on a package. Exactly. Yeah. And it makes you look confident when you wear a watch. You're like, I can tell time. It's not just like any accessory. Like wearing a watch makes me feel very confident confident and put together like no matter what i'm wearing it's like oh wow she looks like that's she's got ni- she's got places to be that's a nice outfit that is a nice outfit yeah so you guys can get your mvmt watch and movement watches your movement watch and have the same effect on your date for not a lot of money no for just 95 dollars. if you go to a department store you're going to be paying a lot more than that you're looking at 400 to 500 bucks in a department store uh yeah big yeah right but movement is smart they figured out that by selling online they were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup providing the best possible price yeah and they have sold over half a million watches in over 160 countries. So you're really part of the movement. Get it, Angela? <laughs> Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com slash single. This is perfect for a gift for the holidays. Holidays are coming up. This watch, it's really clean design. I've been getting a lot of compliments on it. Now you can too. Step up your watch game. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash single. Join that movement. 
We would also like to thank our sponsor, FrameBridge.com. FrameBridge.com is the best thing to ever happen to my apartment. That is quite the compliment. I'm not kidding. You know how much I love a good gallery wall, Angela? And my gallery wall looked like a piece of shit originally because I, I didn't know what frames to use. I wasn't framing stuff right. I didn't really know what I was doing. And then I started using FrameBridge and it's changed my life. They have these designers that help you pick which frames should go with your prints. They make it so easy. I just like rolled up this photograph print that I had in a tube that they sent me. I mail it back to them and they take care of the framing for me. They had a designer look at my print and send me a bunch of frame options. I loved the first one that they picked. I was like, yeah, looks great to me. And they're going to take care of it for me and send me back my frame. And it's super crazy affordable. I'm beyond excited because it completely is like revolutionizing the way my apartment looks. That's great. It's like every Pinterest user's dream come true. I'm not joking amazing yeah so how does it work again so well for me i just threw my print in a tube but you can also like upload designs directly from instagram and i do have like a whole other wall of just instagram photos that i like to frame so there's all different ways that you can do it they they've really thought of everything awesome and you're right it's super affordable instead of the literal hundreds you would pay at a framing store their prices start at 39 dollars plus all shipping is free and there are lots of options for your frames. There's just not one frame to pick from. There's lots. FrameBridge has a frame for every style from clean and classic to more eclectic styles. They use premium real wood moldings, acid-free mat board, and foam board, and their acrylic glazing will never shatter and protects your piece from harmful UV rays. It's great. I'm totally a devotee. Get started today framing your photos or art. Go to framebridge.com and use the promo code SINGLE and you will save an additional additional 15% off your first order. We are hooking it up. Just go to framebridge.com promo code single. That's framebridge.com promo code single. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox? We got a couple of questions that uh, we need your help with, Sarah. First up, we have a question from Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Ashley says, so... I've been dating this awesome guy I met on Tinder for about three months now. He's so sweet, super caring, and I'm completely smitten. We are pretty serious, and he has even gone home with me and met my crazy family and fit in and survived. However, I feel like this kind of stuff is one-sided. He had previously mentioned that he referred to me as the girl he's dating with his friends on multiple occasions as opposed to a girlfriend. Uh, Even after we were official, one night he mentioned that he had to call his parents to catch up with them. And I had asked if they knew about me. And he said no. And that he's not going to tell them. I was confused. So I asked him why. And he kind of brushed off the question and just said he didn't want to deal with all of the questions. I act like I acted like it didn't bother me and just moved on from the conversation. But of course, it bothers me. It really makes me feel like he's ashamed or just trying to hide something. He is from New York, and uh, but moved out here to California for work. And I don't expect to fly across the country to just meet his family and friends or video chat with them. But I do expect for them to at least know about me. Am I being crazy? How should I bring it up that these kinds of things bother me? We thought this was a relevant question, Kind of because it has to do, I guess, just with parents. And this yes. week's episode is... This meeting- is about not meeting yeah. parents. Yeah, this, meeting the parents is hard. It's really hard if he doesn't let you know right. that you exist <laughs> or he doesn't let them know that you exist. 
Um, I don't know. What do you think? She said three months. It's been three months. I think that's kind of early. I don't think it's, if it would have been like six months and the parents don't know that I kind of get. I agree. Um, I don't know. I think maybe that's my mentality that, you know, everything should be like longer, but, um, so you think she should just not say anything and kind of hold off? No, I, 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 but I mean, if she did make her point, she did bring it up, which I think was good. Um, I don't know. It's tough. And people are different with their parents, too. Like, I think, like, girls, you know, you'll tell your mom things, but not guys are a little bit different. I think you got to be like. And then if things don't work out, and he doesn't probably want to say this to her, he probably doesn't want to say, like, if things don't work out, I got to answer all these questions and explain why. And they're all disappointed and they're wondering if it's serious. He doesn't want to put that out there that, like, what if they break up? Because then she's going to get even more upset. But I can understand that, like, well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, actually. She said that they they became official. If a guy is your boyfriend, yeah, that is true. Then I they would had underst- the, the DTR, the they, define the right. relationship. What's DTR? Define the relationship. Oh, define. Oh, We've talked about this. Sorry, <laughs> I'm really bad at acronyms, Angela. You know this. I'm bad at keeping up with all the acronyms. I only know it because a listener used it once and I had to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) We're not as cool as you, Sarah. You're down with the millennials with your big kid problems. We LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh out loud. I know that one. (laughs) Uh, Is that lick on? No, I'm kidding. I know what that is. Um, But uh, yeah, I think because they had the conversation, like that's the problem. Like what if, what if he ends up in a coma and she's at the hospital and the parents are there and she's like, but I'm his girlfriend. They're like, we've never heard of you. Then it's the opposite of the movie <laughs> while you were sleeping. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have a, a girlfriend. Very, that's a very real concern. He would have told us. <laughs> um, I definitely, uh, I totally get why she's upset regardless of whether or not he's behaving correctly. <laughs> oh, uh, do we have a response from Nick? We have a response from Nick. What question mark? <laughs> Send him that's a, all a winky like, emotion. Okay, I think that's enough messing with producer slash husband Nick. <laughs> I want to lick your balls. Basketball, uh, baseball, eggplant. Just got a what? <laughs> Sorry, bad. it's not a more interesting response. That's just no, what he said. No, that's good. That's good. Maybe he'll have a follow-up. I'll have to diffuse later. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was A for effort. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, Ashley. Our, our listener, Ashley. What What else? What can we tell Ashley? Um, um, I, I think I agree with Sarah. It is a little early. I know that they're official, and that's got to be hard. And even though it's just three months, sometimes a relationship, it can... Like, I've been in relationships that are three months that didn't seem that serious. They were kind of a little bit more casual. And then I've been in really intense three-month relationships that probably felt like they were had been a year long because we traveled together a lot and had like i guess honestly meeting the parents made it feel more serious you know definitely so they also live on different sides of the country too which i think is a big piece of it Mm -hmm. yeah like it's not a big deal yet to his parents and then there would be like a less of an excuse that she they didn't know who she was yes and i feel like if they if they were going to california or the holidays are coming up and Something like that where mm-hmm. where Although where they needed to have the talk. Like, he should hey, tell them eventually, even if they're not meeting. I think like, yeah, he should tell them somewhat soon. If I agree that the six month mark mm-hmm. is like kind of your mark where if he has not told them and you guys have been dating six months, he should mention he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Agreed. So between now and six months, six months is like the time where you can have a sit down and be like, hey, it would just be like unless you 
really are not taking this like I'm not saying you have to marry me I'm not saying any of this but if you're not even taking this seriously or you don't even see hanging out with me next month like why are you not telling them that I'm a human being and that I'm in your life you know so basically him not telling his family and friends about you could mean nothing or it could mean he's a jerk but there's (laughs) no way to know until you just wait it out just give it like three more months I understand and and you don't know other people's family dynamics the last thing I'll say is you don't maybe his parents are like very intrusive and they are going to try to get involved or ask questions and he just he wants to just solidify their relationship before involving family right you also don't know what his relationship with one of his exes was like with his family I was going to say that love his ex-girlfriend and they're not ready to hear about like a reconnaissance work you can do like find out you know what happened maybe there's a bad breakup you never know ooh Good point. <laughs> All right. What else do we have for Sarah? Okay. Now we have one from an anonymous listener and our anonymous listener writes, I recently, oh, this is a great question, guys. I recently joined a social sports club team. I knew one of the girls and they were looking for another girl to join the team. Since joining, I really like everyone a lot and I feel like I found another awesome group of friends to hang out with. However, I seem to have complicated things. When I first joined the team, I met some of the teammates when we were out and ended up sleeping with one of them. We'll call him Peter. He's a really great guy, super attractive, and we had a fun time. It seemed like it was a one-time thing. However, he's recently been texting me a little bit here and there. Not enough to be sure whether he's interested in me or just keeping the option open to hook up again. Uh, This past weekend, I went out for one of the guy's birthdays and ended up hooking up with another guy. They didn't have sex. They just hooked up, actually, Um, uh, on the team. Let's call him Bill. So she's hooked up with two people on this tiny team. Uh, I had a great time with Bill. It was really fun and comfortable. And I will say I was immediately attracted to him when I first met him. And then because I hooked up with Peter, I tried to make it just friends I have no idea if he's interested in anything more either, but I'm definitely more than open to the idea. I'm not sure what to do from here. I feel like I don't know either of them well enough to choose between the two, but I feel like I have to choose before anything even has the opportunity to happen further. Bill knows I hooked up with Peter, but no one knows that Bill and I hooked up. I don't want to mess things up with my new friends from the team, but I am interested in seeing where things go. What should I do? Whoa, she's got a lot going on there. Um, yep. So, wow, maybe an intramural league is the way to, the <laughs> right. way to go. Yeah, she's getting I mean, a lot yeah. of action. It's funny because Laura and I always recommend to people that's a join a club or a team or something. It's a great way to meet people, but we never really do talk about what happens next. What happens next is you you fuck the entire team <laughs> and then you're screwed. And now you have to find a new team. <laughs> and now you have to change intramural leagues. Uh, and then you play each other. Yeah. Uh, and then and then the guys will really be, they'll be very, the competition will be fierce. Heated. Yeah. Very heated because they'll all be fighting over you. It's like old school bullfighting. <laughs> Was bullfighting about over a woman? I don't know. No. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> what should she do? Whew. Sarah, um, what do you think? Well, I think, I think she has to be honest with herself and mm-hmm. figure out, okay, which one of these guys is she actually interested in? Because it kind of sounds like the second one. Yes. It sounds like she's leaning towards... She's like open to both. She's like, man, I don't so know. She, but she, she likes the other guy better. She, yeah. She hooked... She fucked the first guy. Peter. <laughs> throw it out there. But she didn't... She just like messed around she and like played around. with Bill. Yes. Peter, and- she... Peter had in her had sex. She likes Bill more, even though they didn't like go all the way. And the which one news, knows about which so one? Bill 
the one that she just hooked up with who she kind of likes knows more, about Peter knows about Peter Peter doesn't know about Bill but I think that this is good because you I do like, I like that I think right. that's good because then there's no secrets between the two and of Peter you. is really like he wants to like continue the hooking up Peter's been texting her she can't tell his motivation she can't tell if he wants to hook up or maybe he's interested my well, advice like, is don't worry about what his motivation is what's your motivation yeah right. just back off with Peter and like and like as long as Bill doesn't like think of her badly, like is, is right. Bill judging her for hooking up with Peter, or is he not a judgmental guy? If you he knows, sh- he knows, and they still hooked up. So it sounds like he's not. But he could also just be writing her off as like someone that like mm. fucks the whole team, which would be wrong, Bill. Yeah, no, he shouldn't Bill, slut shame her. So I want to make and sure I, that Bill's not a slut shamer. Right. Maybe Bill's open minded, and he's like. All right, they just hooked up once, but she really likes me, and we have something special. Yeah, and she did go on in the, in the rest of her email. It was like kind of a long email, but she said she's not interested in a hookup situation. She wants a relationship. So, because like if she just wanted to hook up, then there would be no issue, really. I think she just needs to have a talk with Bill. I mean, is that weird, Sarah? Do you think to like get serious and talk to him and be like, mm, "Hey, I'm like, so anti-talk." <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore guys. It must until love you that. Die. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I think you can kind of you can gauge a situation a lot by you know how this person's acting. How how you're the first girl I've ever met to be like, uh, "Let's not talk about it." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you deal with fights? Please tell me more about this. Um, like it's actually talking. a really good system. I internalize everything <laughs> and. And then explode at certain points. <laughs> it's really fun for everyone involved. Um, no, don't don't do that, guys. Um, no, but I think that if if things are progressing naturally, if this Bill guy is like interested in her, or they're hanging out more. Like, take it slow, see how it goes. Um, don't jump into bed with him because that could get a little messy. I agree. He yeah, already knows that you agree. hooked up with Peter. So I would take it slow. I think that's a really good tip. Take it slow and like don't just jump into bed with him if you're looking for something long term. Like let him know that you're interested in pursuing this longer and he's got to yeah. work for it. And probably don't fuck Bill again. Peter. 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 Don't fuck she Peter. She should. Yeah, fuck yeah Bill. you can fuck Eventually, Bill. Eventually, fuck yeah. Bill. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, don't <laughs> fuck Peter again. Um, because also you're you're already like unsure about peter yeah maybe he could wind up being the love of your life but he probably won't be you're better off having, i mean uh, no, no, no just because you, you found like a bunch of friends you really enjoy being on this team like well they, they hooked up peter like they hooked up and then where'd peter go huh like he wasn't texting or he wasn't taking her out on dates it doesn't sound like so. i mean yeah he's just texting but he's not like being proactive about yeah, yeah she, if she doesn't know his intention then like Guys are pretty clear what their intentions are. I think. Yeah. So if she doesn't know what they are, they're probably not the best. Maybe. Although then again, <laughs> maybe what if Peter's like, I really like the intramural team and I don't want to screw things up. Okay, with my you're new thinking. Friends. All right, guys, that's enough. <laughs> I'm very, I'm you know, complicate things. You know what? You know what to do. If you guys want your listener questions answered, or if you have a funny text message from an app that you want to share, email us at contact at this is why you're You can also find our contact info on our website, which is this is why you're Now let's dive in to the reason of the week. This week's reason is meeting the parents is hard. Meeting the parents is hard. We did this because this episode's coming out the day before Thanksgiving. People are going to be meeting the parents tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Maybe you're listening to this episode and it's already been Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And you're like, shit, why didn't I listen to this before? Don't worry. There's Christmas. There's New Year's. <laughs> there's mom's birthday. It's right. still relevant. No matter when you're meeting the parents, it's hard, right? It's super hard. 
And there's so much that can go wrong. Yes. <laughs> I know you have a list of things that you should do and should not do or just should not do. Yeah. I mean, I, it kind of goes both ways. Yeah. Wait, yeah. first, before you read the list, I want to hear your guys's meeting the parent story. Uh, so for me, the first time I met my boyfriend's parents, it was with a bunch of other people. It was like with their family friends. It was my first time meeting like all these people. And we went to dinner and I was nervous, but I didn't think I seemed nervous. And then his mom was like, don't worry, we don't bite. And I was like, oh, I want to die because you just said that because I'm clearly oh, like you're clearly a nervous s- little rabbit. Scared shitless. <laughs> So but then, you know, that was the, the first time I've, I've like gone on vacation with them now. Oh, that's I, good. We, we hang. I'm always just very polite. What about you? When's, what's your meeting the parents story? I've had really good meetings and I've had not so great. <laughs> oh, with, with multiple boyfriends or with the same boyfriend's with, parents? With multiple boyfriends okay yeah 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 what, so wait <laughs> tell me about what's the worst and what's the best well i think i mean one of the first times i went home to meet a boyfriend's parents i was just so nervous like freaking out and i like overthought the gift and like oh. did just did so many what little things wrong I actually, Laura, this is so funny because I remember I was talking to you. This was like years ago. I think I remember the conversation though. Yeah, because you had, I think you were telling me how you had like gone to meet Nick's parents and you had like bought a beautiful platter and like <laughs> as part of the gifts. Yeah. And, and then, then I like, made cookies that went on the platter that was part of the gift, which is so smart and like so personalized. So I was like, I need to do something like that. Really? Yeah. And then it didn't go super well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why? Wait, what happened? It turned into a disaster. Well, I like was looking for platters. running around and then like I had to travel with it to um I had to travel with it on a train like took a subway did it break and you still gave it and you're like eat this broken and they know it broke and they got glass it broke and I just decided to toss it and get a bottle of wine at like the train station it was like so bad that's so sad and I, I tried you should yeah. have brought the broken tray I think no here's some shards it's of glass like, nice I to meet you. no <laughs> no I think that's when like the thought that counts does not apply yeah I I think I told that story and it was like within the first 30 seconds I was like I tried to bring you glass and like, <laughs> so I was like okay do like hi I'm Sarah so I tried to bring this platter in I mess hey and they're like here's what? some wine from the train station what is wrong with this yeah oh um okay so my ex-boyfriend i met his parents like before we were officially dating he like he he was like really pushing hard to like he was like courting me and he like was giving me a ride home from somewhere before we had even like kissed or gone on an official date and he's like oh i gotta stop by my like parents house and his parents house of course is like really fucking nice they live in like this like mansion with like dinosaur bones i was like oh yeah you just like had to stop by your parents house you were clearly like showing off your parents house but i like went he, i was like ah cool i can like stay in the car because i was like not falling for this and then he's like oh no like come inside because it might take a minute and then i like met his parents before we were like officially together so that was weird because it was like meeting the parents but unprepared had, unprepared and we hadn't even gone on a date and i didn't even know if i liked him at that point um Nick's parents I met them at his art show and I was so nervous and so scared but um I like went and got like my makeup and hair done no <laughs> like, you I, did not wow. yeah yeah I was like, oh I got my, my hair done you know what? I regret doing that though why because then then they see know you when you time. get your hair done and they're like <laughs> yeah they wow, see you next time they're really like, hard well but in my defense it was like his art opening so it made sense yeah, that I that like works. that I, I was like 
felt like I had to be like arm candy anyways because it was this big art opening event and that and they were coming into town for it so I like had like a dress and I and it mm-hmm. and I had my hair up and my makeup done it was it wasn't that crazy Angela yeah it wasn't like no, you were no. going to his house that's like, a, yeah that's, it's a little different if you were yeah, just like it. going yeah. over for dinner that and I had a blowout like, no <laughs> yeah that would maybe be weird or they would just think I'm really good at doing hair right so, do, do you have to like maintain. change your personal style to meet the parents Oh, that's a that's a really good question. Um, my personal style is not very like like scandalous. Scandalous. Yeah. I'm not like I don't wear like bondage dresses really. <laughs> so it's not some but yeah, you know what? Actually I would say yes, because I probably dress a little weirder with my friends. Mm. Like I'll wear like just weirder clothes. Like even what I'm wearing now, if I was I probably I'm wearing like bright pink uh what do you call these like MC hammer oh. pants style, like with like elastic on the bottom and like, it's like not very flattering. Like, I would maybe wear like a, like a nicer dress. Like that's still me, but yeah, I would probably yeah. subconsciously curate what I wear and wear something that's like not as weird. Yeah. That's I, smart. Yeah. What I, about you guys? It's so weird. I don't think I like intentionally do it, but um, I recently like went out to meet a boyfriend's parents, and I realized that I packed all like I was a country, like a country, like all American <laughs> girl. Like all my all my clothes were like super prim and proper. I'm like, what? Who did this? <laughs> Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> Everything except for PJs. Like I didn't think that whole thing through, and I was staying mm. the night, and I wore these PJs that were like super embarrassing like I had like super you know like my short shorts that I like wear around my apartment yeah I was like like, 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 lingerie-ish like no but they were just like too short and like oh oh but they had did they see your pjs like yeah like like, downstairs hanging with the family and like in my short ratty shorts that I'd be so that's like one thing I would say if anybody's planning on meeting their parents like think it all through (laughs) that's true because in the morning like you wake up and yeah you don't really spend an hour getting ready before no. you go downstairs in the morning you do mm-hmm. go downstairs in your pajamas yeah you gotta put a bra on yeah yeah it's a whole thing <laughs> i do i think about that i because i don't i don't obviously sleep in a bra or even like a sports bra you're right? not a but, monster but, but then when i yeah <laughs> i'm not a monster is that what he said <laughs> yeah it's true um but whenever i go home to his house i wear a sports bra at night so like if in the middle of the night or late at night i'm like walking to the bathroom and i like right. run into the mom or dad i'm not like tits out yeah, yeah. God forbid your father-in-law see a nipple <laughs> yeah i don't want anyone seeing a nip oh yeah. man no nip slips uh any other tips that people should yeah do or do um let's see i mean we talked about bringing something which yeah I think is good. try to yeah, do don't, it don't go empty-handed but don't break it try not to <laughs> Break it on the on the train. Don't if- bring something fragile. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one for the holidays. If anyone's doing holidays, don't drink too much. Ooh, yeah. 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 That can happen. You're sitting with the family for a few hours. There's wine. I think you know. it took me five years until I could have my first drink in front of Nick's parents because I was like so scared to even be a little buzzed or them like think I now I'll have like a glass of wine. And I, I really just don't drink a lot in general at all, really, anymore. But not like I was a drunk beforehand. I hope they're not <laughs> listening to this. But <laughs> I, <laughs> they're like, oh, Laura's like, fucking nips out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just, I just did not want to drink in front of 
of them and they play and their their family is so fun and so cool and they the first year that i went to christmas with them they were playing beer pong downstairs oh that's with with the grandma like the like 90 year old grandma was playing beer pong like they're so (laughs) cool and then i was literally like the lame ass girlfriend who like wouldn't play because i was just so i like took that rule to an extreme and they're like the 90 year old grandma's playing like you can play one game I of mean, beer pong i'm just not good at beer pong so i wouldn't want to embarrass myself yeah but i don't uh, i have no problem drinking <laughs> maybe i have a problem mm. no but like i feel like i've gone a to healthy like weddings limit. with uh it's good when everybody's drinking then i'll drink i won't be like the only person drinking right. but if everybody's drinking um guys right. are you ready i think it's time for our reason of the week break down We get very dramatic over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, No one survives an interaction with family with at least an awkward moment. We've come up with some examples of these scenarios and put them in a fishbowl in a game we call awkward family. Awkward (laughs) family Family dinner. Dinner. Uh, That was bad. Let's try it again. In a game we call awkward Awkward family family dinner. dinner. Okay, Sarah, we are going to give you a bowl filled with awkward family scenarios, and you're going to tell us how to survive them, okay? Oh, gosh. All right, right. here's the bowl. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, pull out the first awkward family scenario, and you can read it out loud. Oh, no, you're trapped in a combo with the crazy uncle about his ballpoint pen collection. How do you get out of this one? Sarah, what would you do? All right. First, I think you have to indulge crazy uncle a little bit. You yeah. know, you got to yeah. like, you know, oh, where, what, what is that? You know, where did that come from? <laughs> Can oh you show God. them to me? <laughs> you know, you got to indulge a little bit and then, yeah. you know, look for your graceful exit. Maybe, you know, somebody else is doing something like on the, across the room that you can point to or you know if or i would always- be like i want to see how that pen writes i'm gonna go get a piece of paper and, and then run. never come back <laughs> <laughs> it's always and plus like whenever you go visit somebody's family you want to act like you're helping anyway yeah. so be like i'm gonna go see if they need help in the kitchen yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go tidy up i right. think that excuse good can, is good for anything yeah. there's so many situations and there's but- always something happening in the kitchen all right sarah's <laughs> out of that one all right next what's your next awkward scenario you've got to get out of sarah all right I'm going to count that as a win, though. Good job. You got yes. out. You got out. Of, you got away from crazy uncle. <laughs> His grandma keeps audibly farting throughout your conversation with her about. Wait, did I read that right? Yeah. Farting throughout your conversation with her about how cute your boyfriend was as a child. She doesn't acknowledge it. Are you able to keep a straight face? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of lucky in that I don't have a sense of smell. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> you're very wow. blessed that's so great wait fun fact you don't you can't smell no i got hit in the face with a basketball when i was like younger and i can't like breathe out of my nose oh my wow. god yeah. it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> <I know. laughs> a cur- let's see what the curse is you never know when your boyfriend has bo and you can't breathe out of your you can't yeah i think it. he honestly likes it he like gets away with a lot because but then how do you know if you have bo or you like true. do you wear perfume I, would you guys tell me if i i would okay do you have per- do you wear perfume or do you I not do even bother i i own it but i like end up never really putting it on because like it's just like <laughs> not in my yeah it's not in your senses wow actually my, uh, my best friend, she has a similar thing. She can't really breathe through her nose. And her boyfriend in college stank. He was the stinkiest <gasps> person I've ever met. And we were like, they're 
Perfect. meant to be together. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so um, well, you got out of that snow very easily. Um, What's next? His parents won't let you sleep in the same bed in her house, even though you guys live together. Do you defy mama? <gasps> that's never happened to me. Thank God. That's got to be so awkward. Um, no, you never defy mama. You're in her house. You're in her house. You sleep on the couch. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. The couch. To the couch. To the couch. The first time I slept at Ian's, I his mom didn't even say anything about me not being allowed to sleep in his room, but I was just like, I acted like, I was like, oh, like, where should I sleep? And then she was like, oh, maybe she doesn't want to sleep in the twin size bed. She's uncomfortable. And then they went through this whole thing of like trying to find me a bed. And I was like, oh, I was just trying to be polite. Fuck. Um, so. <laughs> Sounds like your meeting went real well. I was like trying to be polite, and then they're I, like, "I don't bite." Uh, let's find her yeah. bed. And then I ultimately looked like I was like being a queen, requesting like a king size bed. I was like, "I can't sleep in this twin size bed with another person." Oh my god! Uh, what's your next awkward scenario? You got to get out of. All right. Um, you accidentally just dropped mom's expensive crystal vase that she's had for years. No one saw you though. Do you fess up or blame it on the dog? Oh my gosh, that's horrifying. What do you do? I'd probably like, how big is this dog we're talking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Big enough to knock a vase. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd probably try blaming it on the dog. Yeah. yeah. At least you're being honest. Uh, or is that a win or a lose? <laughs> there are no it's right not the right thing to do. Yay, you got away. You got away. As long as you have a solution. Right. Um, <laughs> All right. What's your next awkward? How many more should we do? Two more. Two more. So pick a good one. Okay. Oh, oh no! You just got your period. Do you stuff toilet paper up your pants <laughs> or get the nerve to ask mom for a tampon? What if she went through your menopause already? What or do her you menopause. Her menopause already. What do you do? Oh, uh, see, I think this is a potential good female bonding moment. Yeah. You right. know, seeing the silver lining here. But then what if you embarrass her? Because she's like, I went through menopause already. I like don't have tampons for you. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll be flattered. That be flattered. I would have never known. I thought you were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Really? Still I super you were, fertile. Like, in, yeah. your 50s, <laughs> in your 50s. In your 50s. You look fertile as fuck. <laughs> fertile as fuck. We'll end it on that. All yeah. right. Well, let's uh, well, let's do one, one, another, another one. All right. Last one. It must be cold in here. You can see his mom's nipples. Why are they so wait, all much the, nipples? All the Who ones made these? All, we did. All the ones you're picking are about the mom. I swear we have other ones. You can see his mom's nipples through her silk blast. Do you tell her? No. But check your own nipples just in case. Right. Maybe she's trying to give you a hint. Yeah. Okay, wait. Let's do another one. This is fun. Right, these are. Great, let's just do them all. Guys. All right. Fine. The turkey is way undercooked and the mashed potatoes are rock hard. The food is disgusting. How do you play it off? Oh, I forgot to do a win. Hold on. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. You won. <laughs> the food is disgusting. How do you play it off without throwing up or starving to death? Is that dog still in the equation? <laughs> Were you going to eat the dog? No. Just a little slip under the table. Oh. I like that you thought she was going to eat the dog. I don't know. <laughs> Savage. So, okay. So you pretend you eat the food by slipping it to the dog. Genius. Yeah. Or you could just move your move your food. Or, this has actually happened to me before. Uh, I mean, what? Uh, yes. But just moving it around a lot can um, yeah. can kind of like 
throw the attention off i think yeah and hopefully they're not paying attention although right. i feel like they always are they if, are if, if they they, they are paying attention are. if you're like newly meeting the family they're like do you like the food oh do you want more do you want more right. what do you want <laughs> that's why when i'm eating somebody's food for the first time i take small portions because i'm like all right if Smart. it's terrible ahead. i can handle it yeah that's true that's a good point but the only problem is you run the risk of them being like oh your girlfriend doesn't eat a lot what is she does she have an issue? <laughs> My family is like, if you don't eat, we don't like you. So, well, your family Italian. Your family is Italian. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Do we have one more? Oh, there is one more. Okay. You and your bae were just caught getting handsy in the basement while watching a movie. Mom and dad quickly scampered away. Do you bring it up to them the next morning at breakfast or pretend it never happened? Oh my god! You pretend it never happened, and you you just try and forget. I, I actually, I had a situation like this in high school, and I still will wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, just like with anxiety and, about anxiety it, anxiety oh, and a horrible. cold sweat, being like, "Oh, they saw everything." <laughs> oh, no. so bad. So just pretend it never happened, even though you'll be traumatized for yeah, years to just, come. Yeah. Wait, did they really? Now. Were you having sex and they caught no, you? No, 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 no. It was actually oh, okay. Do you guys remember? <laughs> I think you, talking about it will make you feel better. Yeah, this I, yeah. I, I do need to talk about it. Okay, remember? You guys have all seen Cruel Attentions, right? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Well, that that really intense sex scene, which is like maybe the most intense sex <laughs> scene, like ever. And actually, like me, and my boyfriend watching it, and his mom like walked in like during that. And it was just like it was a lot. To like, watch. and you were making out. We were no, actually, I don't even think we were making out. Wait, I think we were just like walk, you wake up in a cold sweat because someone saw you watching a movie. <laughs> it was really intense, and it was just so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. You but guys. you weren't even. I, I thought you were like when you said I wake up in a cold. We had sweat all the still, lights. I thought you like you had your, your shirt off. It was and, like, but it was probably like it looked like you were watching porn. Probably, yeah, it really did. And like it was like dark and <laughs> like under the covers and his mom. Mom was just like, oh my! Like I think there was like an audible like, oh, oh I don't want to talk about it. Anymore. All right, guys, I hope that that awkward family dinner game helped you guys. We hope we've cleared up this week's reason. That's it for this week's. This is why you're single podcast. For more reasons you're single, you can check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and our audio book is available on Audible. Thank you so much to Sarah Merrill for coming on the podcast. Make Thanks, sure to check out. Big kid problems. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter. What other plugs? Um, I do have an online store. I yeah, just you got opened. your merch. So merch. this is holiday season. And you're looking for gifts for parents or siblings, coworkers, friends. Um, lots of cheap knickknacks on there. Wait, what's the website? It's thebigkidproblems.com. Check Beautiful. it out. Get your holiday merch. That's a yeah. That's good. Um, that's awesome. What's your favorite piece of merch? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I have this, um, I just made a new uh, makeup bag that says investment portfolio because that's where all my money goes. <laughs> and funny. I kind of like that. That's funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Fun. We right. need, we need to get that. I might, maybe I'll get my boyfriend's sister. See family. I'll find family gifts there. Boom. Like a good impression. I thought you were going to say, maybe I'll get that for Laura. Oh. <laughs> and then you didn't. I've already made an impression on you. That's Laura. true. Um, anyway, thank you so much, Sarah. Uh, if you guys want, you could also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.